Welcome to Excellent Movie Adventures, starring me, Zach. <laughs> Just kidding. I'm back, though. <laughs> <laughs> After his long hiatus, Zach makes... Makes his long-awaited return. Yeah. We should just say guest starring Zach for when he's actually here. <laughs> <laughs> no, I will be here. You've been at least named or mentioned in all of them. It's true. Yeah. I did listen to the last one you guys did, and I was mentioned <laughs> a few times. So Tom picked the movie this time around, and he picked a great one, I think. Yes. One of my all-time favorite movies, Jurassic Park. Are Which, you wearing the shirt? I'm not wearing uh, my Jurassic Park t-shirt. Last two episodes we've done, he's been wearing the shirt of the nice. episode. But that's part of the beauty is I wasn't thinking about yeah. it. Although this time I'm wearing a shirt, it's like the X-Files shirt, but with Freddie Mercury. So instead of I want to believe, it says I want to break free. <laughs> it was a Christmas gift. <laughs> <laughs> so wait, how many podcasts did you guys do without me? I thought you just did the one. No, we've done like five now. <laughs> so I think it's only three without Zach, though. Yeah, three without yeah, Zach. Th- three without you. Which yeah. ones did you do? Um, we did one where we just r- rattled off a bunch of movies. Yeah, the only ones that you Yeah, I listened to, to the one that you guys did with, like, the three movies each. Uh-huh. Then we did The Shining, Doctor and Sleep. The Shining, okay. Doctor Sleep, and then Knives we did Out. Knives Out yeah. recently. Okay. Yeah. Well, I'm glad I wasn't here for Knives Out because I have not seen that yet. Yeah. Well, so You won't want to listen to that when it pops up then. All right. <laughs> you haven't seen it. A little bit of spoiler <laughs> alert. <laughs> yeah, I noticed you're good at giving out spoilers. I gotta do my due diligence in this. <laughs> well, in this one, I think we're full spoilers because the movie's been yes. out long enough. People should have seen it. By Came now. out in '95, so it's almost know. twenty. Yeah, it's twenty-five years. Twenty-six, yeah. A long time ago, yeah. but yeah, if, if you don't know what's going on in Jurassic Park by now, you just don't want to know. <laughs> <laughs> so so I guess you can just turn this off. See you later. <laughs> <laughs> Before Actually, we get started, though, nineteen ninety-three. Was it ninety-three? Yeah. I thought it was ninety-five. Nope. Anyways, I wanted to make a correction that I did in one of our previous podcasts. We were talking about Marvel movies with Hulk and Iron Man, which one came out first, yada, yada, so on and so forth. And I made a mention about how at the end credit scene of Hulk, it was Iron, no, um, Iron Man. Yeah, no, not Iron Man. I mentioned that, uh, what's his name? Sam Hulk? Jackson? Yeah, Sam Jackson comes in and talks to Hulk completely wrong. That's what I thought. Iron Man, Iron Man comes in and talks to the general mm. and basically says we're putting a team together. That's mm. all right. They basically so. squished that movie out yeah. of existence anyway. Yeah, they did. <laughs> Ed Norton jumped ship and they were just like, yeah, this but this building block, it doesn't count. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want our noble listeners to think that I don't know my movies because I do for the most part. <laughs> I like that movie. I think it holds. Uh, it's been a long time since I've seen it, but I remember it being pretty good. I like yeah. Tim Roth. I thought he was a good villain. Although it's just another one of those movies where it's like the villain is just an evil version of the good guy. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Which was tons of stuff. Iron Man 1's the same way. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, and whatever. 2. Or is it 3? Yeah. One of those. What? Well, Iron, one, Iron Man 1 is the one where he fights. He yeah, fights yeah. his best friend. The, yeah. And much. he's in the big giant yeah. version of the oh, same yeah. suit. Yeah. There's so many of them getting mixed up. Yeah. The first yeah. one. So that's the first one. But... Anyway. Anyways, on. on back to Jurassic Park. Yeah. Anyway, we are talking about Jurassic Park this week. Came out in 1993. It's rated PG-13 and runs just over two hours long. While I was watching this, I didn't feel like it was really a long movie, which I sometimes feel like with like the two-hour, two-and-a-half-hour movies. I thought this went mm-hmm. really quickly, actually. It flows really well I really from scene it. to scene. Yeah. And, of course, director is Steven Spielberg. And based off a book by Michael Crichton that none of us yes. have read. I have. You don't oh, know. You've read it? Yes, yeah. I have, actually. We're literate. Did you read it? <laughs> I did not. I, I, <laughs> I knew it was a book first. I, you've actually read it. I have listened to it. Let's oh, okay. That I think that counts. I mean, yeah. I mean they read <laughs> what is written on there. Yeah, I've actually listened to that one and The Lost World. The Lost World is, not, I don't know, it might be a good book, but it's nothing like the movie. Hmm. But I wasn't really a fan of that book, but I, was, I really did like Jurassic Park. Though, right. as far as the book goes and the movie goes. So. Well, good. All right. So this stars Sam Neill, Lauren Dern, Jeff Goldblum, uh, Richard Attenborough, and Bob Peck, Martin Ferrero, B.D. Wong. And that's pretty much the main. Ah, oh, Samuel, yeah, Samuel Jackson, Jackson and Wayne Knight. Yeah, I was just going to yeah. say Wayne Knight. Dude, Those I always think of him as Newman. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I saw him. I was like, Newman. So I was watching this movie with Lizzie, and that's just... 
Like when he turn, he walks to like the top of the stairs and turns around before he leaves to go steal the embryos, and I just said, "Cherry," because <laughs> like, he just has that look on his face. Like that's, that's what true. he's gonna say. Which I don't know. I've not really seen him in much stuff, but he's awesome in this. Like, yeah. yeah, I mean. I love Seinfeld, as you guys know, so I'm just used to seeing him in that role all the time. And I remember seeing him skinny in a commercial one time. What? Where, like, he's repairing wow. a chandelier or something. And I've seen him in, like, a few other things, like, here and there, but nothing that I really, like, remember. I just know I've seen him in other stuff. But I always remember him from this movie also because his character, Nedry, right? What's the first name? Um, Let's see. I don't even remember. Well, anyway, I know his character's name is Nedry. Yeah, they just have him listed as Nedry. He's well, just a, hilarious, man. He's He might be my favorite thing about the movie, which is unfortunate that he meets his untimely doom yeah. <laughs> so early on in the film. I guess we should kind of cover the plot first say, before we yeah. dive into everything. Give us a rundown. All right, so the rundown is there's this old guy <laughs> who has decided that he wants to spend his billions and millions of dollars on a new theme park. But he wants to bring something to the park that no one's ever seen before. So he's going to resurrect dinosaurs. Well, cloning them using frog DNA. Anyway, he does that and he spends all this money. They got the decides, DNA from the mosquitoes. Right, but then he splices but then they it with frog splices, DNA. Yeah, yeah, they fill in the holes with so, frog DNA. Which begs the question, if they're so evolved from birds, why not use bird DNA? Touche. Well, I actually looked that question up. And I have an answer for you later. All right. I think at the time they thought they were more closely related. <laughs> no, they mention it in the movie. Oh, okay. Yeah, they say it a few times in the mm. movie that they're just like birds, essentially. Anyway, so in order to give his theme park credibility, he goes and gets, he's going to bring in a lawyer to sign off on the park and a guy who specializes in like. Yeah, consultants. Um, yeah, consulting against like damage loss and stuff like that. But he also brings in two. Paleon, paleontologists. Paleontologists, yeah. that's the word. People who study dead Dinos. things. <laughs> yeah, dinosaur bones. In and brings them there to show them how awesome the park is so that they'll love it and sign off on it. Then things just go awry because they're Cause there's real God dinosaurs. and there's real dinosaurs. <laughs> and yeah, I have some specific notes about like the opening sequence in this film. And so oh, okay. First off, it's awesome. The very first opening yeah. sequence, it's like all rainy and they're moving this cage into the park and you can just hear like something moving around inside of it. And then they like go to open it and it shows the camera view from inside <laughs> and it like moves forward towards the door. They don't ever show the actual dinosaur all the way. Like you see snippets yeah. of it, like a claw and like kind of through the holes in the cage of it. But it's just like got a hold of this guy and it's just <laughs> thrashing him about, like sliding him up and down the cage door and like pulling on him and stuff. Yeah. And it's like not, overly bloody or anything either but it sets the mood for like this movie is <laughs> something bad gonna is gonna be happen. awesome <laughs> like this movie kicks off really hard you yeah. know what i mean with that and i thought it was awesome for some reason i always forget about that part like like when i yeah, think about the movie though. jurassic park you think about like the giant i don't know the names of all the dinosaurs but that the long neck. yeah the brachiosaurus yeah whatever it's called eating the leaves and it like stands up and then yeah. smashes the ground you always remember the T-Rex. You always remember the raptors. But, like, I always forget about that part at the beginning. Yeah. I don't know. But it's awesome. Or the uh, was the, the Dilophosaurus or whatever. Isn't that the one that... Oh, spits the venom. Spits the venom. Yeah. Kills Newman. Interesting fact. Spoilers, Zach. I'm sorry. I'm just kidding. We're not, we're not doing spoiler warnings <laughs> for this. I just wanted to give you a hard time. So, I, I watched some stuff about dinosaurs in preparation for this. And I did not learn a lot, but I did. <laughs> well, like, I, there was a lot of, like, Time information. Well but it was like, man, this is a lot of information. I'm never going to remember all of this. But I committed one thing to memory in that velociraptors in real life are, like, the size of turkeys. Yeah. And they had feathers on them. And I remember in the third movie, they started to, like, make them more colorful. And they put, like, these little, like, feathery spines on the yes. tops of some of them. Yeah. And they've, like, completely, <laughs> almost completely moved away from that. With the two newest films, mm -hmm. they're really the size of turkeys. Yeah. yeah so what they actually were tiny. so Steven Spielberg didn't think that they were scary enough, and so he made them larger, which are actually the Utah Raptor, which was found like a week after this was finished in, so in Utah studios. Raptors are bigger. Yeah. yeah, they're like six six to eight feet tall. Okay. I've the actually Velociraptors seen, are just small. they're tiny. Yeah. Okay. That being said, they have a long tail. If that thing was running at you, oh man, it'd be scary. You'd be like, pooping yourself. <laughs> Because <laughs> just imagine what they look like in the movie, but covered in, like, 
fuzzy feathers. Yeah. It's still just as vicious, but like small and just super fast. So I've actually seen a uh, Utah Raptor footprint down in Moab. It's pretty cool. Nice. Um, and then the other thing is that venom spitting dinosaur yeah. that mm-hmm. kills Nedry in the film. So that dinosaur is small in the movie, but in real life, it was probably about as big as what they think the velociraptors were. Huh. Crazy, huh? That is weird. Interesting. <laughs> so that's probably the only dinosaur in all of the <laughs> movies that's actually smaller in the film than it was in real life. Way to do your research, Spielberg. <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, in the, the thing that I was watching, they said it's like more recent findings have shown that they're, yeah. they get larger. So I liked how the opening part with uh, Sam Neill's character, where there's that fat kid who's like, that's not yeah, scary. <laughs> talking about the, kid. Yeah, the, the raptors, and then he goes up and he's fossil and slices gets, it up his gut yeah, or whatever. Shows him how <laughs> boss raptors kill people and or their prey. <laughs> kids left that are just about to pee himself. You can tell he really likes kids. So that's what I was going to say. So your plot point is different than my plot summary. So I think this is actually about a man and a woman who are figuring out if they want to have kids, and the guy doesn't think he is ready for kids. Throughout the movie, he grows. He's a perfect dad. He's making dad jokes through it all and stuff. Like, yeah. Because it doesn't, doesn't pan out for him, though. Not yet. <laughs> You're hoping that after well, the most recent films they'll get true. back to They are actually scheduled to be in Jurassic World 3. Yeah, together. Man. All the returning because characters. Because in yes. Jurassic Park 3, if they're keeping that canon, she's married some other guy and has a kid. Yeah, yeah. but divorces happen. Because he didn't want to have kids. <laughs> Jurassic World 3, Sam Neill. Yeah, but all through uh, the movie, he's like, at the beginning, he's like, oh, I hate kids. And then he goes and he saves the kids, and then he's, like, protecting them. And then I like the part where they're at the electric fence. Perfect dad joke. He's like, is it on? And he throws a stick at it. Oh, I don't think yeah. so. And then he touches it. <laughs> <laughs> the kids are all screaming. <laughs> yeah, I noticed at the very beginning, too, like, she's telling the kids that it'd be good for the, him, to, for them to <laughs> yeah. ride with him. And he's, like, going from back and forth from Jeep to Jeep to, like, try and get away from these <laughs> yeah. ki- from the one kid who's read his book. Yeah, super and, fan. And um, anyway, he finally gets him in the car and closes the door on the kid. And he just keeps talking. <laughs> just and then he away. turns, Sam Neill turns around, and the girl's just standing there, like, now she's all <laughs> up in his business. But it's funny because, like, then it cuts forward, and they're in a different car than yeah. he's in. So he did, <laughs> he did ditch him after all. Way oh funny. man, but yeah, I like I like that opening scene too, where they're in the desert and they've got like. There's another theme that starts there that I think is interesting throughout the movie, but like they're shooting like this shotgun tire machine like into the ground so that they oh, can yeah. sense like through vibrations mm-hmm. like where the fossils are, but Sam Neill's character, Doctor Grant, he walks up and like puts his hand on the screen, the monitor, and it like goes out, mm-hmm. and he's like touching it and it keeps going out, and I noticed that that kind of stuff happens to him. Like kind of throughout the movie, almost. Oh, really? Yeah. I didn't so, pay attention to that. Hold on, I got some notes here about it because I wrote them down as I saw them. All right, the computer monitor goes out. Oh man, maybe I didn't take notes. I thought I did. I could have sworn I wrote that down. Hmm. Well, when I started watching this, I heard the music, and all of a sudden I was taken back to being like six or seven years old when I first saw this. I was like, oh, it's so awesome. So that was me. I wanted to see it so bad. Yeah. My brothers went and saw it in theaters. My mom wouldn't let me go. That was too scary. <laughs> And sure enough, the first time I saw it when they brought it home on VHS, of all things. You peed yourself. I almost did. (laughs) That first part with the raptor in the cage, I'm like, what is going on? Yeah. So the next thing is when they get in the helicopter. Yeah. So another fascinating piece of technology. And his seatbelt doesn't work, so he has time together. Mm -hmm. And then when he's on the ride in the visitor center, he just like breaks the ride to get out of it because he doesn't (laughs) want to sit in it anymore. Well, to be fair, he had help from the others. Yeah, the fence didn't electrify him, but he's there when everything goes wrong with the electric That's fence. That's true, yeah. What else? He gets The cars are, like, on this track and supposed to be going, and he's the one who just bails out of the car. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It seems like any time there's something going on with technology in this movie, he is the source the of it going wrong. <laughs> so it's like he's just this agent of chaos. <laughs> Jeff Goldblum should have seen him coming. Yeah. <laughs> he's all about yeah, the what chaos, the chaos statistician yeah. or whatever, something like that. <laughs> yeah. He's like the damage analysis guy or yeah. something like that, yeah. But it's like that, like, throughout the movie. Just, hmm. I just noticed little things here and there. I didn't even notice that. Yeah. It's funny. Even, like, when they're looking at the eggs, the, like, arm, like, turns and, like, takes <laughs> yeah, it from takes him. it away from yeah. him. Yeah, <laughs> he's, like, looking at it, and it just snatches it from him. <laughs> so I think that's kind of the theme of, like, you know, the human element versus technology and, like, 
should we be interfering or should we not? But he's like kind of going against like his own advice. You know, he's like, should we be messing with this stuff? Yeah. I want to see that dinosaur. I'm getting out of the car. <laughs> like <laughs> we probably shouldn't be doing this kind of stuff. You can't just play God. I'm going to go and touch that thing that shouldn't exist. <laughs> like, um, I also thought um, Dr. Hammond, his character is like really well-defined also. Yeah. Cause early, early on, like he's, I mean, he's obviously super excited about this park. Like mm-hmm. when he shows up at the dig site, to tell them all about it, and he like raids their fridge before they even show up. And yeah, he's, like, finds their champagne their bottle. Wine. Yeah, champagne. <laughs> yeah, because they say we were saving that for a special occasion. Yeah. This is a special occasion. Listen, <laughs> you know, and it's kind of funny in the book. If I remember right, he's actually kind of a big jerk in the book. Oh, is like, he? Oh, yeah. Like he's just one of those guys that he, he. I, I, if I remember, I'm trying to remember it, but um, he has like a, an accomplice with him or so, like a partner. And he like screws the partner out of everything, and hmm. he's just kind of a big old jerk in the book. And it's one of those things. Like by the end of the book, you're like, man, it's well, kind of I, a dick. I found him to be extremely <laughs> naive in this movie because yeah, he should like, know a lot more. Well, not only yeah, he's spending all this money, but I mean, you know, billionaires are eccentric or whatever. You know what I mean? But even so, like, stuff keeps going wrong mm-hmm. throughout the movie, and he doesn't learn his lesson. Yeah. So like, he's spending all this money and whatnot. Then they get there, and he talks about, like, how he's spared no expense for everything that's here. Mm-hmm. And then he's, I try to be here for the birth of all of these dinosaurs. Like, what does he think is going to happen? He's just going to be able to, like, because, and he says that he wants to be the first thing that they see so mm-hmm. that he imprints on them. Yeah. But it's like, what does he expect to be able to do? Like, to just, you know, like, skip through these <laughs> jungle forests he's created and be able to, like, ride the dinosaurs, and they're just not yeah. going to mess with them? The raptors will be like, hey, like, there's dad. Vicious <laughs> monsters, yeah. You know, it's funny. It might have panned out if he wouldn't have hired Nedry. He's the one that screwed uh, him over out of everything. I don't think so. I think it was bound to go Cause, wrong cause no matter Nedry what. Because Nedry was the one that had all control of everything and put the virus into the computer. and Yeah, but they still got out of the car. That storm still rolled in. You know yeah, what I mean? Like, they knocked out. They did have to cycle the power. That was something that they did. They turned everything off in the park to try to, like, jumpstart everything back up. <laughs> they did that. They did that because of Nedry's. Yeah, to destroy. That's after Nedry's thing. Yeah. Yeah, but they I do that to in order to get, so to that get is through a, Nedry's. Yeah, that, that's because of Nedry. Yeah, that's okay. what I'm saying. But they still got out of the car and like stuff still could have gone wrong. Like I think no matter what, you yeah. know what I mean? Cause I mean, we've seen how many other movies since then. Well, I guess two of them are only from a new park. You know what I mean? Yeah. Cause one's a different Island that was abandoned. Yes. And then, well, it was there. Was it there like test Island? Well, no, it's two parks. Yeah. Is what it is. But the one's the other Island, which was abandoned. And then in the third movie, does they, are they revisiting the second Island or the first Island? Uh, I don't remember. I think they're revisiting the second island. Okay. Because we're barely there in the second Isla, movie. Isla well, for New like Blar. half the film. Mm. And then there's a brand new park in the new movies. So, and I mean, Nedry had nothing to do with those. And no. stuff still went wrong. It's still, you know yeah, it's mean? still so, chaotic. Um, anyway, he's super naive, talks about like how they, you know, restrict their hormones. So, you know, oh, they yeah. do all this scientific stuff to make sure that they do exactly what I want them to do. Yeah. You know what I mean? And Jeff Goldblum goes off on him for thinking they can basically just play God and... Nature won't find a way to reproduce. Yeah, through this whole ill-fated adventure. And then Mr. Hammond just goes on saying that he's there for the birth of all the dinosaurs and stuff. I don't know. And then later on, they're, he's with the, the girl, Laura Dern's character. Yeah. And they're talking about like how things have gone wrong at the park because they were too dependent on automation and next time things will be different. You know what I mean? Like he's already like, yes, many people have died and things have gone horribly wrong, but next time, next time I'm going to get this right. When you're eccentric billionaire, you get to do those things. Yeah. And then one day I'll be in the next movie. He sends people to the other Island. Like he's, I don't remember his exact motives and I know that they're not turning it into a park or whatever in the second movie, but like still it's like, yeah. He just thinks he can do whatever he wants to do. I don't know, man. He's a crazy person. I like this <laughs> character, though. Yeah, definitely well done. So I thought Jeff Goldblum, he's just so odd and just, like, overly sexual. Like, I've listened to interviews with him just regular. He's just odd. And so seeing his character like that, I was like, oh, my gosh. <laughs> this movie actually started my love affair with Jeff Goldblum. Yeah. Huh? Yes. You like overly sexual things? I do. Have you ever seen The Fly? No, you I would not. Love that. You should love, you should watch <laughs> that movie, dude. 
Help me. Let's see here. <laughs> um, I thought the reveal, the first dinosaur, the big giant one. Yeah. It stands up and is eating the leaves was awesome. And that green screen still holds up. Oh, like, yeah, I was dude, watching that last really night. good. And, I mean, you could tell, it you does. know what I mean? But it looks really good. Yeah. Like, it's, it's passable. You know? Yeah, definitely. The only place it didn't hold up, I felt, was when the T-Rex attacks all those weird running dinosaurs. Oh, oh the yeah. big open field. Yeah, the big open field. Yeah. It came running out, and I'm like, ooh, that does not look good. That was like breaking oh, yeah, technology the time. for the yeah, time. Yeah, it was but, amazing. Yeah. But you know what? I mean, I don't think that's any worse than when, like, Chris Pratt's running down the hill in the most recent movie yeah. through, like, the lava and volcano and stuff. Like, I remember even in the preview when they show him, like, running and, like, stuff's, like, <laughs> falling everywhere. Stupid. It looks so fake. And that I mean, that's modern technology that's right true. there, you know? Yeah. So, and it's, I'd say it's just as good. You yeah. Know? It might not be as colorful and as, yeah. like, visually stunning necessarily, but it still looks super fake in the new stuff. Yeah. I like the dinosaurs, and I think those hold up the best because they actually are practical effects rather than special effects. Like, that T-Rex is so awesome. And like, all the, the little baby dinos even, you can see them, like, moving around. They're kind of robotic. They look really good, though. Practical effects is king. Yeah, man. I liked also how the lawyer was, like, super concerned with safety when he yeah. first shows up. Also, I don't know if you guys noticed this, he's wearing a suit with short pants. Yeah. With shorts. Mm-hmm. Like, way before LeBron James brought that back to the NBA, <laughs> this guy was all over it. <laughs> he should not have brought that back. <laughs> like should have died in 1993. I was just like, dude, what is going on with this guy's pants? Yeah. Anyway, I like how he's, like, all against it at first, and then they see the first dinosaur, and <laughs> he's just like, oh, so man, I'm going to make so much money. <laughs> <laughs> and then they're Our all against We Hammond. can charge whatever we want, $2,000, $10,000 a day. Yeah, and, and then Hammond's like, like, no, it's for everybody yeah, or and whatever. And he's like, oh, we'll have a coupon day. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we'll have a coupon day or whatnot. Yeah. <laughs> One day a year. And then Hammond's like, I brought you all here mm-hmm. to defend me against these guys, and now the only one on my side is the blood-sucking lawyer. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that was too funny. I did like how in the movie, when they first get to the research center, they're going on the little ride where it goes through the laboratory, and they uh-huh. start talking about the DNA and stuff. Like, that was really well explained, especially for little kids in a, a movie like yeah. that. Yeah, so I'm, I read about that. So that's not in the book, I guess. That exists only in the movie as okay. a way of explaining all of Why the stuff in the book. Happens. Yeah, and I really, mean, they- like... <clears throat> condensed version they know? explain yeah. in the book like with the amber and the mosquitoes but it's not like in yeah, depth about dna from what i understand it's like way more drawn out yeah. in the books yeah. yeah and put people to sleep in the theaters that yeah was the hard thing about the books that i do remember is there was a lot of drawn out stuff hmm. and you're like oh okay but from what i understand that's a typical michael Crichton book oh Explains why I haven't read any. <laughs> There's a lot of I don't know. He's more he's more of the technical technical get into it. Yeah. So one minor plot hole that I did find is Mr. Hammond is always saying I've spared no expense, I've spared no expense on all yeah. this stuff, but the reason that Nedry betrays him is because he wants more money. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And Hammond's like I'm not going to argue with you over money anymore. <laughs> I've spared no expense. Especially on you. <laughs> I've spared you no expense. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. Well, he can't have any nepotism in there. Because Nedry's his son. Is he? Yeah. Because he says something about it. He's like, okay, Dad. And I think that was more meant as a... I don't know. I think they were... There's something like else a, that happens in this show. I think he is his son. Joke, like, okay, Dad, type thing. I don't, I don't know. No. Because if you think about it, John Hammond's an Englishman. So? Wayne Knight is not. Yeah, he could have had a kid over here. I know people that were born in the U.S. and lived in Australia for 10 years and come (laughs) back with an Australian accent. Still talk like that 10 years later, man. (laughs) It looked nothing like each other. They're both fat and have I don't know where I'm going with this. I just don't think their father's right. You just don't want me to be right. I'm hoping you're not right. I wouldn't be surprised if I'm wrong. But (laughs) I felt like it it was like a father-son type thing. What'd you find, Pickle? So I just Googled, is Nedry Mr. Hammond's son? And the first thing that comes up is... And he's not English, he's Scottish. Hell no. Oh, yeah, he's Scottish. Yeah, and watch your mouth. The top responses are, is this a joke? And no, he was Jerry's neighbor, though. And before before he learned to program, he was a mailman. (laughs) I don't know. I didn't notice that during the movie, though. So. There's just a couple of lines where I felt like, oh, he's his son, and that's why, but I don't know. No. 
You know, it's funny. I did notice in this movie, this is actually one of the few seldom movies that I can actually stand Samuel L. Jackson in. Yeah. And that even my wife pointed out, she was watching it with me a little bit, and she goes, wait, is that Sam Jackson? I said, yeah. And she goes, he's not yelling. Yeah. <laughs> they have different names. Nedry's his last name. His name is Dennis. Dennis oh. Nedry. Yeah. Okay. So they're not related. Yeah. Maybe he's his uncle. <laughs> <laughs> I'm holding on to this. <laughs> Oh, uh, man. That was a rabbit hole. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Speaking of Dennis Nedry, though, I like when they are introducing his character. And before you even see that he really works at the park, you see him meeting that guy for lunch. Oh, yeah. And he gives him, like, the shaving gel can that, like, comes Just apart. And he's, like, and... all excited about how he gets to basically play super spy and stuff. I thought that was hilarious. And then yeah, that whole the scene guy was sits funny. down. Yeah, the guy sits down, and he's just like, Trying to be all inconspicuous. Dachshund. And yeah, he's like, Dachshund, we've got Dachshund here. Like, <laughs> See, no one cares. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Hilarious. Like, he just doesn't care at all about, like, people, like, you know, trying to keep things quiet or do mm -hmm. whatever. And I think that speaks to his character, too, why he's so easily willing to, like, sell out this company that's, like, you yeah. know, paying him all this money and whatnot. Um I don't know. I thought the whole thing was hilarious. All of his exchange with Mr. Hammond and Samuel L. Jackson, yeah. like the computer program, the virus, how it's like, uh, 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 uh. <laughs> You didn't say the magic word. Yeah. Please. <laughs> um, I also noticed that like his working area, did you guys notice? Oh, it's just a yes, slob. Where he's All working, it's just paper everywhere, everywhere around yeah, him. Like, the whole room cans. is like so nice and clean, and then his workspace is just destroyed. <laughs> <laughs> He's got girls on in bikinis on his like screensaver and uh -huh. stuff. It's just like everything else super professional in his area. Just like, what are you doing, man? <laughs> he's like the worst employee. <laughs> oh man. Anyway, he steals the embryo embryos and then bounces. He says he's going to like get a snack or something, yeah. and then he just never comes back. Uh -huh. <laughs> but I like he's like driving down the road and he can't see. He's like wiping the sweat off of his glasses or the condensation essentially, and he slams into that sign and breaks it, yeah. and he gets out, and he like, he's <laughs> he like turning the arrow like he doesn't know which way it should go, so just he just spins, spins it. it. <laughs> it's just such a cartoon move. Yeah. <laughs> well, did you notice too that as he's getting out of the car and he slips, he gives that little cartoon slip that where I, I notice oh, really? it every I time. Didn't notice. Huh. I don't know why, but every time he slips, you get that little cartoon slip. Oh, the sound effect? Yeah, the cartoon I did hear sound that. effect yeah. slip, and I'm like, like, why is that there? Like, <laughs> it makes no sense, but I did every time I, I watch this it. movie, I always notice that part. It might be fun to do, like, an episode one time on weird sound effects in movies. Yeah. Because there's that Roger Moore James Bond movie where, like, this car goes, and it, like, it goes off a jump, and it does a barrel roll through the air. It, like, spins and then lands back on its wheels. Mm -hmm. And, like, that's an impressive thing to do with a car like that's yeah. a killer stunt like a guy actually drove that car and did that stunt <laughs> and the sound effect is a slide whistle it's all <laughs> yeah it's like <laughs> <laughs> anyway yeah then he falls down the hill to like try to get his car from being unstuck after he yeah. drives off the road a second time <laughs> and that's when he runs into that I did like dinosaur he... that doesn't actually spit venom either yeah yeah i did like it doesn't do that in no life? not really and apparently, like, the frills that come out yeah. all huge, they're actually, like, way smaller on the yeah. actual dinosaur. I did like where he, like, slides down the hill. He's like, oh, there's the road. <laughs> <laughs> just like, whatever, dude. He just lucks into finding it. Yeah. <laughs> and he's, like, trying to play fetch with that dinosaur. Like, <laughs> here's a stick, hey, stupid. You stick? You want the stick? <laughs> stick, stupid. <laughs> he throws it, and it takes off and comes right back. <laughs> I like that, though. There's, like, two of them. So he gets in yeah. the car, and there's already one in there waiting for him. <laughs> he's such a good character, man. I wish they had done more with him. I do like the Australian guy. I think he's really cool. The raptor trainer. Dude, oh, yeah. Right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah, at the very beginning of the movie, he's just like, Shoot her! Yeah. <laughs> Shoot her! <laughs> I, the, that shot where he's, like, holding onto the guy's arm, I've always thought it's kind of weird. Yeah. Because he's not, like, holding the guy's arm. He's not using his hands. He just has the he's guy's like arm in like, like, a headlock. Uh -huh. And it's, like, slowly it slowly slipping through yeah. his uh -huh. shirt. And it's like, dude, grab onto the guy, man. Like, grab his <laughs> shirt or something. Like, pull him out of there. Yeah. I don't know. I did like how the newer Jurassic Parks, they're, like, had the raptors only in threes. And it's kind of a reference to this one where they only had three left. Hmm. I never put that together. Yeah, I now you do. Mm-hmm. 
there's a lot of nods to in, from in the new movies to this original one. I like that a lot. Like yeah. rewatching I, I it, I was too, like, yeah. oh yeah. You know, I actually think that all of the movies have like serviceable things in them. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like, and I don't think I don't think the second movie is that bad. I think it struggles a lot when they get to New to See, New York or wherever it's it is. It's actually going. funny as. A kid that was my favorite one was the second one, and still to this day I enjoy that a lot. Huh. Wow. The second one. Just so our listeners know, Zach has the worst taste in movies. That is not true. <laughs> <laughs> I have good taste in movies. We'll see. I like that movie. <laughs> I think Jeff Goldblum does a great job in that film. But all the movies have like some goofy stuff in yeah. them. Yeah. You know what I mean? The worst things for me about the second movie is I think that it drags when they get back to the city a little it does. bit. There's a weird continuity thing in that movie too, where like everyone's alive on the boat. But then when it crashes into the harbor, there's only two dinosaurs on the boat. The T-Rex, which is still trapped in the bottom yeah. of the boat. And the baby T-Rex, which has a broken leg. But when they go onto the boat, Everybody's there's body dead. parts everywhere. Like something <laughs> tore these people apart. And it's like, who tore these people apart? Yeah. <laughs> it's not explained at all. They don't talk about it. It's just, there's Unless just the dead people all The T-Rex got out and then got trapped it's back like, in. I don't know. <laughs> like the ship, but then again, in. the well, yeah, but how's he gonna eat? Well, there's the people, that like hand the ship on the on handle, top but of the there's ship. no body attached to the hand of the handle, exactly. Yeah. yeah, so how would he kill that guy? Like, the ship's not destroyed on top, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, it's it looks like it's totally fine, it's weird. Raptors. It's like everyone just exploded on the boat, yeah. like they just spontaneously exploded and their body parts just went everywhere. So, that guy's <laughs> hand is still on the, on the steering wheel for the, the boat. Only thing I can think of is the guy's trying to close the thing, and as he's closing it, the T-Rex bites him, basically. Yeah, but that wouldn't kill everyone. But they ran rapid the whole part. And then the Dude, baby no. T-Rex went down there. <laughs> the baby T-Rex has a broken leg. And then the leg. big T-Rex was trying <laughs> to go down there after him. The baby, so the oh, T-Rex no, the baby is asleep T-Rex when is they already, put it on the boat. The T-Rex no, the is baby, asleep. The baby T-Rex is already in. Dang, that went my whole theory out the window. I tried to give it justice. It's a continuity error. They never explain what happened to those people. And then the other thing that I really dislike about the second movie is how that girl does, like, just ridiculous gymnastics to take out all these raptors. (laughs) Like, those, those monsters are way bigger than she is. There's no way that she would do, like, some twisting, like, drop kick move and she's gonna like send them flying by any means like she's just going around and she just like clips one with her feet as she's spinning around on this pole uh-huh. and it like smashes through the wall and falls out of the building maybe she's got lead yeah. shoes on and that's a powerful yeah, kick maybe and then she lands and Jeff Goldblum looks at her and goes moment in the movie you it's didn't like make the team yeah <laughs> like I could see like if they want to tie that in you know, she does it to like get past some dinosaurs or something, or stay out of their reach or whatnot. She you know what I mean? She was doing it to save the life of someone. But so she, she does had, it to take she out had like extra three raptors or something. Powers. It's just, it's ridiculous. <laughs> but some sweet stuff from that movie, specifically the second one, is when they're going through the tall grass fields. Yes, and the and raptors you can slowly. See, it shows yeah. the overhead shot, and you mm-hmm. can see the raptors coming in from all sides. That's sweet. See, and that's I think that's why I like that movie so much. Is because of that first, what, three quarters of the movie. Not so much when they get back to San Diego and all that, that stuff's happening. At? Yeah, but the other stuff where they're actually on the island, things start happening. Yeah, the I Raptors think the stuff come. on the island is good. That scene where they're in the truck, the trailer, mm-hmm. and they're working on the T-Rex's leg before they let it go, they shot that practically. So they actually, like, hung some trailers, like, off the side of a building on the movie <laughs> studio lot, and they actually like hung from rope and then dropped the trailers, like past huh. them. It's wow. pretty cool. That's cool. That also stars Vince Vaughn in it. Oh yeah, Vince Vaughn yeah. is in it. He's the his Greenpeace more serious role. that tries to set all the dinosaurs yeah. free. <laughs> um, what else did I like in that movie? When they run into the cave, and then the one guy gets caught by the T Rex. Uh huh. And then you just hear like this crunch in the water that's coming down just turns red. red. (laughs) That was sweet. Specifically, the third movie, I think, off the top of my head, I'm going to say it's the worst one. Yeah. I'm not a huge fan of the new ones, but I think the third one is probably the the worst. worst. But I do think that Sam Neill is good in it coming back. I don't like that this little kid like has dinosaurs all figured out. (laughs) It's like all you adults couldn't. Figure this out. I've been living with these dinosaurs for months now, all on my own, no problems. 
You know what I mean? T-Rex urine, I collect it, no big deal, you know? <laughs> I didn't like that, but... So here's an interesting thing, too. The end of the first movie, it's basically the T-Rex overtaking the raptors and stuff. Mm-hmm. So in the second movie, the main basis is the two T-Rexes. Mm-hmm. In the end of the second movie, it shows the pterodactyl come down. Third movie, one of the big bases is the pterodactyls. Yep. I always thought that was very interesting. Then they kind of broke that with Jurassic World because well, yeah, it's all I can't remember part. how the third one ends, but then Jurassic World didn't even focus on it. But well, I'm pretty sure at the end is it at the end of the third one? That's right. Aren't they flying they back like, and they're like they flying leave the next cage to door or? open and it like shows that it doesn't close all the way. Oh, and then yeah, when they're yeah. flying back, they're flying. Yeah, they're flying yeah. with them. Yeah. But in the third one, I thought that they took some cool steps towards making the dinosaurs more realistic. So, like, the raptors, some of them have, like, these spines on their head a little bit, and, like, they're hmm. more colorful, mm-hmm. almost like they're going to make them feathered. Like, yeah. some of them still look like the normal raptors from the other films, but some of them are, like, more colorful. I like the animatronic, like, pterodactyls. Those <laughs> ones are probably the worst animatronics, although I do like them, because, like, when the kid, when they're, like, doing the skydiving thing, and yeah. he drops and lands on this, like platform yeah island it's rock like, type yeah, thing these like really tall rock tower things and then it turns out that that's like where these pterodactyl nests are mm-hmm. these little pterodactyls start to attack this kid but when they first start coming at him they're just like vibrating forward <laughs> like like just i don't even know how to explain it it's like if you put i don't know like a little dog toy or something like you know those little it's like a ball but it has like the furry tail attached to it and you turn them on and it just kind of rolls and vibrates at the same time. Have you ever seen those? No. Yes. Oh. Yeah. It's like it's like they put one of those inside those and they just turned it on. And so these things are just like, like just, just kind of shaking their way forward. And then they digitally animate them or whatever to make them actually attack the kid. <laughs> I don't know. And that movie is the one with the dinosaur with the sail on its back too, I think, right? The third one? Yeah. Yeah, because the phone is in its poop. Yeah, the phone's, yeah. yeah. It's, he swallows the phone and that's how they keep. They keep hearing the phone, you know, that's when he's close. Dude, that movie is awful. <laughs> it yeah. really is so bad. It was not good. Like, I do, I liked some of the stuff they did with the, with the dinosaurs, and I liked, but even so, I hate some of it, too. Like, when they first go into, like, the old facility, and, like, they're walking around, and there's, like, dinosaur embryos in these tubes, and then he walks up to one, and it's just, like, a raptor's head. Uh-huh, and then it just And then blinks. it winks at him, Yeah, and it's just, like, this is the worst attempt at, like, a scary reveal I've ever seen yeah. in my life. It's definitely the worst out of the five of them. Soon yeah. to be six. Which, but. like I said, it has some of the coolest looking dinosaurs. You know what I mean? So it's kind of a shame that the movie is so bad. Yeah. <laughs> and the new ones I don't like as much of the... F- I don't know. I mean, I'm kind of torn. Like, I like that they create a new dinosaur and they can kind of take more liberties with, you know, what they're doing with it. Yeah. Because it gives, I think, the movie more freedom. Mm-hmm. But they just don't do enough with it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I don't know. I thought that the second of the two new movies, I may I maybe like the second one more, the one where they have like the raptor and they bring it back to civilization, like all the dinosaurs they yeah, save yeah. on the island. They come back to that because I think it's slight. I just think it's a little scarier than the other movie, and I I like it for that reason. I yeah. just think mm-hmm. that it feels I feel more invested in the movie. Plus, the scary Frankenstein raptor is scarier than the big giant Frankenstein Godzilla thing that they make. It's got like the yellow streaks on it, and it's got like super shiny claws yeah, like and a stuff. <laughs> mixture of a raptor, T Rex, all that stuff. Back to the original movie, though. <laughs> Since Man, that was a rabbit hole. I forgot. Yeah, <laughs> I got so sidetracked. We cut out the last ten minutes. It's <laughs> <laughs> all right. We talk about one. You got to talk about the other five or four. I think probably what might be my favorite scene in the whole movie, aside from when Nedry gets killed, <laughs> is um, the scene in the kitchen. With the oh, kids. Yeah. Uh-huh. Um, and that whole chase through the facility is really, really good. Like that. Where, um, where they're in the kitchen specifically. Yeah, and- so they just get back from the kid being cooked alive. You know what I mean? <laughs> and they're like, oh, we're going to eat a bunch of jello and ice cream. And they're just like scarfing down. And the kid's just like eating. And the girl looks, she's like looking right at she's him. She's got the jello holding like, up and it's just it's jiggling. Shaking. It's all shaking. He's like, what? And then he like pans over and you see like the shadow is moving. Yeah. past the raptor painting or whatever. I was going to say, I liked how they did that. It was a painting of a raptor, and then the shadow kind of just emerges from behind it and keeps going. Yeah. Oh, that's kind of uh, cool. Yeah, I thought that was cool. And then they, so that thing in the kitchen, that's, that's done with, like, puppets and more animatronics and stuff. So they actually had, like, 
because a lot of this the raptors in the kitchen is cgi yeah with them like jumping onto counters and stuff but so the kids could act more real they like actually brought in like puppets to like put them up on the counters and do like different <laughs> stuff with them and stuff when you say that i always think of, like hand puppets and they're just like <laughs> 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 that's exactly how they did it mm-hmm. little hand puppet raptors with just a guy kazoos in their mouths the guy hiding behind the counter Oh, going to get you. <laughs> but yeah, I think that they did a really good job of like keeping the like the tension yeah. up in that scene. Like Especially when the kid gets up against the thing and he knocks the ladle off the hook. Yeah. Which I watched that a few times last night. I rewound it and watched it. <laughs> that is the most unrealistic ladle falling off a hook I've ever seen. It turns and moves up to like jump off that hook. You guys should watch it. It's so weird. Like it's on a hook and it goes and it, like jumps up <laughs> off the hook and falls. It like turns all the way around. It's really weird. I did like the part where the girl's like hiding in the cabinet and the, the raptor sees the reflection on that. Oh, yeah, yeah. She goes running at it and smashes her head in there. I was like, oh, she didn't die. Mm-hmm. It was a mirror. <laughs> <laughs> and then she like gives up and just runs yeah. away. She can't get it closed. Yeah. So I guess the ending of it, there was supposed to be, there's the uh, giant T-Rex skeleton up there. Sam Neill's character was supposed to, like, marionette it to fight the other T-Rex and eventually kill it. What? Yeah, it was... And I'm really glad they didn't do yeah, that. <laughs> there's a couple different ones where that was supposed to happen, then the uh, the skeleton of the T-Rex was either Sam Neill's going to, like, fight it like a marionette or else it's going to fall down on top of the T-Rex during the uh, raptor fight and kill everything. Huh. And then they just, like, walk away. So I'm glad they changed it. It was way better. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah, it has an iconic send-off when they yeah. leave the island and the T-Rex is just, like, roaring and mm-hmm. the banner, like, falls mm-hmm. behind him. Yeah. It'd be a shame to not have that ending, I think. Yeah. So there's fun fact. My neighbor across the street, Reed, you know him. Yes. He's got a friend who has a old Ford Explorer that is painted exactly like the Jurassic Park Explorers. And I saw that about a month ago. <laughs> and it was there and it was like, awesome. So That's there's some awesome. guy driving around with a Jurassic Park Explorer. Another awesome part is when Laura Dern goes down to reset the breakers. Oh, yeah. Because Sam Jackson's character goes missing, and she's down there, like, looking for him. They can't find him, and she gets there. She's going with the raptor guy. Yeah. Who's, like, this expert on raptors, and he's, like, <laughs> he's like telling him earlier about how, like, the one raptor has the other ones do her bidding. Yeah. And, like, they run around and stuff, and he's, like, hunting them. And she's, like, oh, he's, like, oh, I've got you now. And then he looks over, and there's, like, a dinosaur right in his face. Yeah. That was a brutal death. Like, that thing jumps on top of him. They did a good job of, like, kind of obscuring, like, the puppetry behind it and stuff. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Because there's, like, leaves and stuff rustling, like, kind of right in front of him. But it's, like, on top of him just, like, snapping these jaws down on its head. So, where the raptor guys, like, knows they're being hunted and stuff. He sees the first raptor, and then he looks over to the side and sees the second one, and he goes, oh, clever girl. Doesn't um, one of my favorite lines. Chris Pratt, doesn't clever he say something girl. along the lines of that in the first? Probably. Movie? Maybe. I think it's, they did a lot of homage to the first one in that. So I think they say They did do like, a lot of homage, because yeah. it's on the same island, actually, as the first movie, because yeah. then it shows the wrecked facility. The old wrecked facility mm-hmm. and all that stuff. And so there's always the one uh, Jeff Goldblum, line where he goes nature uh uh finds a way i whenever i hear that (laughs) (laughs) he did that like spot on (laughs) i can do a creepy pervy guy dude he's like hitting on laura dern's character that whole movie too so and it's obvious that she's there with sam neill and he's hitting on her right in front of him at one point he's like so you and uh you and her like a thing and he goes yes (laughs) (laughs) okay but uh I always think of the Family Guy part where they uh, reference that, where Peter goes, "There's a nature uh, 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 finds a way." <laughs> I always think of Peter for whatever reason. I just laugh. I forgot about this earlier, but that scene where they get out of the truck to go or the jeep to go check on that t- that triceratops that's yeah. like all sick. That is one big pile of shit. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so apparently, in the book, they describe like why that triceratops is sick and why. It, and in the movie, they reference, like, it's sick every six weeks because they're grinding up, eating the stones and uh, to digest their food. And then when they're eating stones, they're accidentally eating that plant that they're like, oh, mm-hmm. that's poisonous. But they don't eat those. And 
so they're eating them, they're grinding them up, and then they throw up the stones with those berries. And so that's why they can never find those little, the poisonous berry in their poop. It's because they're throwing them up. And that's why they're sick, they're sick every six weeks. Yeah, I actually noticed that because I was like, wait a minute, I thought this said why they were sick. Yeah. Then I remembered, I was like, no, it was in the book that they told yeah. me. I go into detail why they get sick. They definitely talk, say something about it. Maybe well, they no, don't they, resolve it. But they, they don't resolve it. But so they, that's they, just it. Mention, they just mention a berry. Uh, yeah, basically. and they're like, oh no! Because I remember yeah. Laura Dern saying something about like you know that vegetation. That's yeah, because there's the yeah right there's a vegetation that they're eating that is not from the crew. Yeah, and they were period. certain that the dinosaur wasn't eating it, but they were. Anyway, so that was a fun little fact. When they go to turn everything off in this facility, Sam Jackson goes, "Hold on to your butts." <laughs> <laughs> I thought that was hilarious. But when she goes down into that building, oh yeah. She's like gets everything turned on and she mm-hmm. almost kills that kid with the electrical fence. <laughs> yeah. And then she like backs up and she's like, Oh, we're back in business or whatever. And that arm falls yeah. through. I thought that would still look pretty good too. Like oh, for yeah. a practical effect of like a fake limb, I thought it looked pretty good. The yeah. shirt was like all bloody and stuff. Uh-huh. And then all of a sudden there's just raptors down yeah. there. Like <laughs> <laughs> so did you guys know that the Tyrannosaurus roars were a combination of a dog, penguin, tiger, alligator, and elephant sounds? I didn't know that, wow. but only because I looked it up earlier. All right. Well, there you go. It's an iconic roar sound. Yeah, it like is. They use it all the time for stuff. So for me, it was fun watching the show because when we went to Hawaii, I don't know, it's been quite a few years, we well, took an airplane that, tour. They have that famous area that they use a lot in movies. Yeah. So we did uh, the airplane tour around the island and stuff, and then I was like, oh, it looks a lot like Jurassic Park, and then the guy, the pilot, I was like, hold on. We go around the next bend. He's like, this is where they filmed most of it. <laughs> and then went into the bay. It was really cool flying over it and seeing it. Hmm. So Universal Studios paid $2 million for the film rights before the book was even published, apparently. Hmm. The movie cost, in addition to that $2 million, $36 million to make. And after everything was said and done, it made $402 million in the U.S. and a $1 billion worldwide. Jeez. So $2 million. <laughs> Well spent, no, I would kiddo. say. Mm-hmm. So in 2005, a paleontologist, Dr. Mary Schweitzler, Schweitzer, discovered red blood cells and soft tissue in fossilized bones of a T-Rex, meaning dinosaur cloning may someday become a reality. That's awesome. Dude, I hope they never do that because I'd be terrified. But if they do, <laughs> I'm going to that park. <laughs> Definitely. So they could literally have made five movies as to why that is a bad idea. Yeah, dude, but I'm going. <laughs> you got to try it once. I mean, I'll have it's to like wait for cocaine. coupon day because I'm not super rich. Yeah. <laughs> I'll have to wait for the coupon day. But uh, I would definitely go. When I saw that the first movie as a kid, I still actually remember when I saw it. Yeah. We were visiting my dad's family in Washington, and we went to like a, a drive-in theater. And I remember, I don't remember what other movie was playing at all. But I remember watching this whole movie and just being like in awe of the whole thing. Yeah. And then that guy gets eaten off the toilet <laughs> and I could not stop laughing for like the rest of the film. And I remember specifically, I was probably, it was probably really annoying. If somebody did this to me during a movie, yeah. I would be really annoyed. But I mean, I'm a little kid. People, I mean, we're in our own vehicle, so I'm not annoying yeah. like other people or whatever, you know, but we're in the car and I'm in there with my cousins and every few minutes somebody would say something. Like, oh, I got to go to the bathroom. And then someone would make like a dinosaur sound or something. Yeah. And every kid in the car would just erupt in laughter. <laughs> so all the adults that are there had to have been just like so annoyed <laughs> by this like nonstop bathroom jokes for the rest of the movie after that happened. <laughs> like I remember even on the drive home, it was still going on. Like every 10 minutes, somebody would be like, I got to go to the bathroom. <laughs> <laughs> So speaking of bathroom, the Triceratops, no, I can't talk to the Triceratops. Triceratops. There you go. I will get through this. <laughs> all their, that poop didn't smell at all. It was all just clay and mud and, and straw. And they drizzled it with honey and papayas so flies would swarm to it. <laughs> hmm. Here's a fun thing too. That famous line with Jeff Golden when they're being chased by the truck, must go faster, must go faster. Uh-huh. Didn't even realize that, but... Or realize this, but they use it in um, Independence Day as well. The producers of Independence yeah. Day really like that line so much that they did it the same thing when they're uh, in the mothership of the aliens. They're trying to get out. He does says the oh, same thing. Must go faster. Again? Must go faster. <laughs> so that DNA question from earlier. So why didn't they use bird DNA? Oh yeah. To fill in the dino. De- 
DNA gaps, being that birds are more closely related. So the two top answers are they did, and Site B was full of more scientifically accurate dinos. Not totally accurate, but more so than the park. Hammond obviously wanted Jurassic Park to be more, like, outrageous and, like, make people want to come see it. And then there's a more scientific answer. So birds are most closely, more closely related, but, the frogs ha- but frogs have a more stable genome, so they evolve less frequently than birds do. So their DNA is older in a way, and so that's probably why they used it with the old DNA okay. from the dinosaurs because it probably meshed quicker. Plus they're like giant lizards, so maybe they were thinking like amphibian or something. I don't know. Hmm. I, don't know I think that's about all I got for this movie. Yeah, I, I don't have anything else on it. There's another little fun fact that this movie and the book generated so much interest in dinosaurs that the study of paleontology has had a record increase in students. So that's cool. Go science. Excellent! Another one fun too. Did you know Harrison Ford was up for the role? He was up for the role of Alan Grant, actually. Oh, yeah? Yeah, but he turned it down saying it didn't sound like it was a good part for him. Well, I'm glad he he, did. Yeah. Well, then he went and watched it and he turned around and said, yeah, I'm glad I didn't do that movie. And also James Cameron bid on this movie. Oh, really? Yeah. But he Glad lost James out by, Cameron didn't Yeah, he would have destroyed this. Yes. Um, he lost out on the bidding by like two hours or something. Hmm. And so Steven Spielberg was the first Spielberg choice. Spielberg was a very great choice for yeah. this movie. So he's the first choice, and then he like went in and bid it or whatever, and they're like, okay, great. And so he right. got it. Sweet. Mm-hmm. Cool. We want to plug some of our stuff. Yeah, we are on Facebook Twitter and Instagram at Excellent Movie Adventures. And then we are also on every big, well, pretty much every streaming podcast service. So we're on Google Play, we're on Spotify, iTunes, um, Stitcher, like Breaked, everything. So check us out, spread the word. Wherever you do the most of your listening. Yeah. And if you have any ideas or suggestions for other movies or things in general or critiques if you want to send us a sweet free theme yeah <laughs> send um, that to excellent movie adventures at gmail.com awesome you have anything else to add zach i'm good great what's our next movie grand. Gonna be? good great grand no yelling on the bus